The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com. You can find it there or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. Here we are together again in the air everywhere as we fly away coast to coast border to border and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of fsr emanating live from under the moonlight camouflaged by the darkness the fox sports radio studios and we are back at it again and our lead this hour coming from the 
criminal court system in Washington State, we have had a dramatic head-spinning U-turn in the scandal of the week, this involving Richard Sherman, when we last spoke, when we were hanging out here at the Watchtower, Richard Sherman was in jail. You might remember that. He was facing at that time what looked like the likelihood of a felony charge, maybe multiple felony charges, for driving drunk, uh, getting a bunch of booze in himself, and then wrecking his car and attempting to break into his in-law's house and the police having to use a canine. Uh, and so that's how we left. That's how we left the the airwaves. And then we came back and we woke up. And surprise, surprise, surprise. Uh, have you heard the latest? Maybe not. Richard Sherman released from jail without even having to post bail. Uh, without even having to post bail. Came down on Thursday afternoon in Washington and a judge agreeing to prosecutors reducing what was supposed to be a felony charge of domestic violence, residential burglary, Nobody denies he did it. It's on tape. He did it, uh, leaving him to face four misdemeanors. So this is a dramatic plot twist, considering where we were headed in uh, yesterday's show. Sherman waving his right to appear at a courtroom that was packed with media types that were there to document everything. Uh, He is scheduled to return to court later Uh, Today is our Friday show, so we'll be back in court Friday and all of this because of what happened on Wednesday in the wee hours of the morning that led to uh, four four formalized charges, including criminal trespass with a a domestic violence designation, uh, also malicious mischief, uh, driving under the influence, resisting arrest, all that mixed in. So let us discuss, uh, did Richard Sherman find himself some special treatment Certainly sounds that way. Uh, I'd, I'd go 100% on that. Now, my thoughts, you've got wardrobe change, catchphrase, and pet peeve. And we will tie all of these things together. Now, the, the charges, we'll start with this. Hey, the charges sound bad on the surface. Like, wait, you charged with four crimes. you got criminal trespass and the domestic violence designation, you know, malicious mischief, all this, driving under the influence. But it's like a mosquito bite uh, compared to what it would have been. Uh, and what it was looking like. So it's more of a nuisance than anything. Sherman will have to pay some court costs, go to some kind of therapy, and wash his hands with it. It's all misdemeanors. So in layman's terms, when the dust settles, he's going to walk without any celebrity trial. There's None, none of that's going to happen. Sherman is the beneficiary, it would appear here, of celebrity privilege. And if you take a few steps back, Sherman uh, Richard Sherman goes tumbling down on a rampage of destruction around Seattle, gets completely schnockered, drinking the entire liquor cabinet, hops in his car, totals it in a construction zone accident uh, while apparently driving drunk and could have easily maimed or killed someone, then attempts to become a human battering ram using that technique to try to break down the door of his in-laws. His father-in-law, so scared for their safety, uh, for himself and his family, that he armed himself with a gun, so Sherman could have been shot. Uh, the the uh, father-in-law also had pepper spray and used it to try to de-escalate the situation. And then the, the canine was eventually used. And the police report is out now. And it gives a much different version than what I've been reading in some of these news reports. It's like there's a lot of stuff in there that doesn't seem to have been highlighted much by the media. 
It's interesting. I don't know, but maybe maybe that's all uh, all good and whatnot. But can you imagine the family though in that house that Sherman's trying to break down the door and everyone's soft selling this and soft peddling it and all that. But Sherman, there's video. It was captured on video. He, he was trying to break the door down. Imagine being a kid. That's every childhood horror book is someone trying to break down your door. And Sherman was doing that. And all of this happened. And the judge ends up whispering sweet nothings into his ear. That is special privilege. Uh, Where I come from, that special privilege. Lavishing Richard Sherman with praise. This falls into the hero worship category. Now, as part of his ruling, the judge said of Sherman, quote, I see Mr. Sherman is a pillar in his community. He's a business owner. He's a husband. He's a father. Okay, Uh, and all those things can be true, but the only pillar in the community that night that Richard Sherman was was the one he hit when he was driving, apparently drunk, and crashed his car. That's the only pillar he was that night. This is a kid glove treatment. Now, it is more probable than not that afterwards that judge went back to the judge's chambers and had a wardrobe change, and he pulled out his 12th man jersey from the old days when the Seahawks had the Legion of Boom, and he had the face paint and the whole thing. Wow, that is wild. I mean that to, to have that kind of bad night, right? And then not all I'm saying, no bail, no bail amount. Prosecutors had said ten thousand dollars, but Richard Sherman is he could afford ten thousand dollars. It's not going to send him to the poorhouse. He earned, he's earned over seventy five, almost eighty million dollars. Uh, that's chump change. But it's always good to find a judge that's like, hey, you know what? We like you. You're a pillar of the community. I know you tried to you scared a family and tried to break down a door and drove drunk, but you know what? We all had bad nights. But you're a football player, so we like you. Uh, now, part B of this, this is also a teachable moment. A reminder, we hear this a lot. We talk about these cases that pop up that tie into sports. And there's a phrase that often gets repeated, that justice is blind. You probably heard that. It's a catchphrase. Goes pretty good on a bumper sticker, I would imagine, but it's not really true. In theory, that would mean that in the court of law, a person is tried on facts and evidence that the judges, the jury, the law enforcement, everyone involved here are not supposed to pick favorites. Like, say you're a pillar of the community when you've just done what Sherman did, uh, but that's exactly what happened here. Instead, uh, we have uh, the instead of the unbiased approach, right? You're you're not impartial here. Uh, It goes out the window when you're famous. A lot of people like to claim racism, but it's really about how much money you have and how much celebrity status you have that will lead you down that particular path where you get a, uh, most of the time, not always, most of the time you end up in a better situation. But we have a parallel dimension in play here because the NFL player, Richard Sherman, drinking the bottle of vodka and the bottle of Henny, getting into a DUI accident, and... That does not lead to a no bail, uh, you know, no bail at all required, not even 10000 which is what the prosecutor, which seems, that seems like a pretty good deal, I would think, based on all the uh, activity he was up to. But there, there is the criminal justice system for the powerful, and then there's the average uh, citizen. Reminder, we have a listener, a caller to our show, who's currently incarcerated in Missouri and uh, no, uh, no bail, no freedom, uh, did not do uh, 90%, uh, 95% of what Richard Sherman did. But uh, the outcomes are uh, obviously polar opposite. So uh, if that was a regular person, do you think a regular person says, well, you know, uh, we like you, uh, don't even have to pay bail? I'm going to go no on that. 
All right, last word here. So we pointed out in a previous episode, the Richard Sherman defense online is CTE. And this is always the default response when people discuss this case. Uh, already, I've seen it here. It's a, it's a pet peeve of mine. Uh, and NFL players, people blindly throw this out that any bonehead decision, we can just sweep it under the rug. It's not that big a deal. Blame everyone uh, on CT. Right? Everyone that does a mistake, everyone that makes a mistake in football, it's CT. Uh, God forbid there's personal accountability for bonehead decisions. Uh, no, no personal accountability uh, exists in that world. And it's like, hey, we like you. We know who you are. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's not your fault. It's somebody else's fault, which I find pathetic. And it continues on unchecked. Now, meanwhile... What is back in play now, because this is nothing, Richard Sherman's going to walk free on this one, uh, his playing career is back on the table here. And you go to a felony and then a suspension and all that, he could still get suspended for or fined by the NFL, but he's he's now going to continue to play the waiting game. And I assume he's got some injuries he's going to have to recover from, but uh, with no tantalizing offers. Uh, Richard Sherman is waiting for the injury bug to bite during training camp, and then he can play the role of opportunist, and inevitably someone's going to get hurt. Multiple people get hurt in the secondary for different NFL teams in training camp. And I can't believe how many injuries we have. Every year the same story comes up, and every year the people, it's like Groundhog Day. Everyone repeats the same. Why are so many people getting hurt in training camp? I don't understand. Rinse, wash, repeat. Uh, So then he'll have an opportunity. But as long as felony charges are off the table and it's only misdemeanors, he's a viable option on the watch list, but I do recommend reading the police report uh, because it it gives some interesting detail that has not been <laughs> reported to this particular point. Uh, and I, I, I do recommend it. Uh, apparently there was, actually, I, I said pepper spray, but the police report says Sherman had been bear-maced that the family he was trying to break the door in, the uh, in-laws there, used bear mace by the uh, the father-in-law to try to stop him from forcing open the front door of the home. And so they said he, he was flushing his eyes out when the police showed up, and they said that the mace appeared to have little to no effect. So he was so hammered that he got bear-maced, and it didn't really seem to mess him up that much, that uh, he was all uh, good to go on that. I mean, there's a bunch of other stuff in there. We don't have time to get to it all right now, but you check it out. The police report is out, and uh, that is the latest on the Richard Sherman situation. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Let the wheeling and dealing begin. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are together in the air everywhere. As we know, the name of the game, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the mouth, the big mouth, 
here at Fox Sports Radio, the FSR studio. So we are back at it again, and our lead this hour comes from baseball. It was supposed to be a game, Yankees and the Red Sox. That game postponed because of the COVID. But we did have a trade. Major League Baseball trade alert. Alarm bells going off. Alarm bells going off. The Atlanta Braves have swung a deal with the Chicago Cubs. Remember, the Braves made a deep run in the playoffs last year, and now they're like, well, well, what about this year? Everyone's already written off the Atlanta Braves because of the injuries that have piled up. Uh, If you didn't see this, and, and maybe not, perhaps you tuned out and unplugged, but Atlanta has acquired... Jock Peterson from Chicago for a minor leaguer. Now, normally this type of deal would not rise to the high crimes and misdemeanors of a Mallard monologue. However, these are not normal times, and all is quiet on the Western Front. All is quiet in the Western Front on baseball. So we have an opportunity to break it down, slice it up, put some spice on top of it. The, the deal actually does interest me. I was going to mention it. I probably wouldn't have given it this much attention, but it interests me for a couple of reasons. I'm going to get into this. So let us discuss the question. How confident are you that Jock Peterson, that addition in Georgia, will be an improvement? So on the Maller scale of confidence, 1 to 10, with 10 being, oh, my God, that's an amazing transaction. I'm going to give this like a 7 or an 8. I'm going to go that high on the Maller scale of confidence. Now, my observation is you've got the lumberjack, symbolic, and Carnival Barker. And we will lock all of these things together like Legos. Now, number one. Number one. Uh, Jock Peterson, uh, you might not like him and you want to take a shot at him. That's fair. He's a he's not a household name for most, but he is an upgrade for the Bravos. And forget Angels. Uh, Atlanta has devils in the outfield, and that's why this trade is so important. The brave outfielders have been doing the limbo. How low can you go? And without big names like Ronald Acuna Jr. in the lineup, the biggest name of them all for the Braves in the ATL, the Brave outfielders who go by different names have a 218 batting average this season, a 304 on base percentage, that's not good, and a 347 slugging percentage. Now, for context, Atlanta is 29th. In uh, in baseball, in the, the the mighty powerful on base plus slugging percentage in left and center field, only the Yankees suck more in offensive production at center field and left field than Atlanta this year. So in this context, the Braves. This is why I'm giving uh, Jock Peterson an eight because the Braves literally and figuratively could have gone down to the airport there in Atlanta, the Hartfield Jackson Airport, gone to any of the terminals. And any of the inbound flights, taking a random stranger, just getting off the plane, walking down the uh, the ramp there, and that would have improved the offensive numbers for the offense uh, in the outfield. Now, I admit, I am biased on this one. I appreciate Jock Peterson when he was with the Dodgers. He was a better clutch player. He has the clutch gene, if you think that's a, that's a real deal. He consistently showed that in the playoffs. He he had better numbers. He was a better performer across the board in the postseason. And at this point, he's been around for a while now. He has settled into being, Jock Peterson, a lumberjack-type slugger. 
which is the prototypical modern player. If you're not a star, you could be the if you're going to be in the big leagues and have a long career, this is the type of player that everyone gets all hot and bothered for in front offices around baseball. Peterson is an average player in most areas, but he is a master of exit velocity and launch angle. And the nerds love this. The nerds love that because they look and say, well, he's not batting that. Well, his average isn't that good. But look at the exit velocity. Look at the launch angle. Oh, my God. It's, a, it's arousing. And, and, and when Peterson, when he makes contact, he does hit the ball a country mile. He does hit the ball with authority. Now, they again, they could have done anything literally anything in Atlanta, and it would have been an upgrade considering what they had in the outfield. Now, the second point here, just between me, you, and a lamppost, the real reason that I love this trade for the Braves is not Jock Peterson. It's the symbolic nature of the trade. It always bothers me when teams give up, and it would have been very easy for the Atlanta Braves to say, you know what, it's just not our year. And no moss. That's it. But this is a symbolic move that shows the clubhouse that they are not throwing the axe in the lake. There's no concession speech that is coming from the Atlanta front office. And I I obviously have no skin in the game. I'm not a Braves fan, but I appreciate that. Atlanta could have just cried uncle, hoisted up the white flag, and said, that's it. We'll see you in spring training in Florida next year. Uh, They've been given the crappy end of the stick. For multiple reasons, Ronald Acuna Jr. with the ACL, Marcel Ozuna self-inflicted domestic violence and injury. Those were two key players for the Braves last year when they went on that run and looked like they had the Dodgers beaten before the Dodgers heroically came back. You also have other players. You have Mike Soraka, the pitcher's out with a bad Achilles, uh, some, a number of other players. they got all kinds of different players on the, the whatever they're calling it, injured list, disabled list, uh, I'm hurt list, whatever they're calling it. Now, Atlanta is one game under five hundred. So that's not good. That's that's average. They're one game under 500, but because of one of the great old axioms in real estate, they're still very much alive. Location, location, location. And in the National League Eastern Division, the Atlanta Braves are in position to make a leap. They can play leapfrog and still there's a path to make the playoffs. The NL East, if you smell that, that's the outhouse. That's the honest. The Braves are four games back of the Mets in a bottleneck with the Phillies and the Nationals. And all you need, all you need is to get your foot in the door and crash the playoff party. And we see this all the time in baseball. There's teams that, if they just get in, can uh, you know weird things happen. The way baseball is played, it's not like the NBA where you know, the, the only way a weird thing happens, like the Suns are a fluke run, but that's because of injury. In baseball, you can have a fluke run where you know secondary players uh, end up being key contributors and lead you to the promised land. It happens every so often in baseball. Now, final point, the old lightning in a bottle. Now, uh, from the Cubs' perspective, this is another reason this is an intriguing trade. From the Cubs' perspective, you've got the micro and the macro. In the short term, they unloaded Jock Peterson, which is really no no sand off the beach. Uh, Jock Peterson is a rental. He only signed a, a one-year deal with an option from the Dodgers. He was desperate to try to find a team. That was the team that wanted him, kind of. So he went to Chicago, played at Wrigley Field for half the season, and the Cubs picked up a prospect, a first baseman from the Braves organization. Good luck on that. A prospect, as we say on this show, is a suspect until proven otherwise. I do not expect much. Every once in a while, one of these things hits. 
Good luck on that. Betting on that time and again. Now, in the macro, the long game, really what this trade is, is the Cubs playing the role of the carnival barker. They're wearing their cubby hat, their their cubby uh, boardwalk gear there, and they've put out the open for business sign in front of the flea market. Here we are, boys, the midway. It's all open. Step right up. Don't be shy because you will not believe your eyes. Everything must go. It is a liquidation sale of the century. You want a former MVP, Chris Bryant? He can be yours for a song and a dance. You can have Chris Bryant. Uh, how about Javi Baez? You want Javi Baez, your shortstop that doesn't know when to run to first and when to run to home and all that, but it worked? He can bring the fun zone to your team. Make a deal. You want that big, burly, power-hitting first baseman that was part of the glory days of Cub baseball, Anthony Rizzo? He's marked down right now. You need help in your bullpen? How about Craig Kimbrell? He can be yours. He's available. How about a, Give me a good five-cent cigar, and you can have Craig Kimbrell. We can go on. I mean, anybody, it's all available. Everyone's available. Good luck to the Cubs. Good luck to Eugene in Chicago and the other guys that listen to the show in Chicago. Heading back to your happy place after that 2016 World Series title. I remember reading the stories after the World Series. happens every year. Uh, The Cubs are the new dynasty. Remember that? Cubs are the new dynasty, and it's going to be the era of Cub baseball. How's that working out? Yeah. All those blue chip players, Baez, Bryant, Rizzo, they're all available. They're, and, and because of the free agency and the, the contracts coming up for some of those guys, and they're all uh, on the market. But the Cub franchise is heading to a trip down to the Sahara Desert. It is going to be dry. It is going to be dry for the Cubbies. Uh, my goodness. And uh, you, you got to love, though, the false hope of rebuilding. Right? The easiest thing to do. We don't like trust the process. We don't like the rebuild. Uh, we like the reboot. We don't like the rebuild. The The reboot is you're still trying to win. Uh, the rebuild is we are going to smell like the stuff at the back of a roadside toilet that you know everyone stopped at on a, you know, on a Saturday driving around town, out in the country roads and all that. Uh, but it's the, it, it's the easiest thing to do because you can always sell it. People that run sports are shysters. They're drifters. And uh, grifters, rather, and they've determined that the fan will always buy a carefully marketed story about this young player is going to be the greatest thing of all time. People always buy it, and most of the time, it's bullcrap. And people always buy it, right? Every minor league player has glowing reviews. You read these websites; there are a bunch of them about minor league players, and this guy's going to be the, the the next blank, whoever great player is of the day, and. They're not as good as advertised. Now, there are players that turn out to be fine major league players, but generally the scouting report and what actually happens to said player are two opposites. They're they're not one in the same uh, is what I'm trying to say. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the 3 and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks? Coaches? Well, I talk about it all. On the show, I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
and Stan Weiju over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. And away we go! It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. It always creates an uproar. Mallet of the third degree on the pulse of the people. And here he is. Coop Da Loop. Justin Cooper. Now, Ben, I believe a little while ago you did a monologue about uh, Reggie Bush and him wanting his his Heisman Trophy back. Yes, yes, yes. You said you didn't think he would get it. Now, uh, now Terrell Pryor and the uh, the Tattoo Five, if you will, are calling for great, the, great era in Big Ten football. Yes, they're calling for the NCAA to restore Ohio State football records, uh, statistics, all of that. Do you think that'll happen, Ben? All right. So I maintain my position that the NCAA they do things at their own speed, which is not warp speed, and so. You know, they are fighting tooth and nail right now, the people behind the NCAA, to hold on to what little power they have. It is a scattershot how they decide these things. People have brought up the Penn State story, and they brought, you know, they'd taken the records away because of the Jerry Sandusky scandal, and then they, they gave them back. But this is obviously a more benign situation. I'm, I'm going to vote no on this, though. I mean, uh, I, I, think, I don't think Reggie Bush is going to get his, his award back. I don't think Pryor and these guys are going to win for the Buckeyes there. Because those were the rules in place. The argument the NCAA is going to make is that, yeah, the rules are different now, but when you violated the rules, those were the rules. They were chicken fertilizer rules, but they still counted. All right, next. So Jim Kelly did an interview this week. He said that he is confident that Josh Allen will surpass all of his franchise record for the bi- records for the Bills. Is yeah. he right? Yes. Listen, I loved the Jim, El- Jim Kelly era in Buffalo. It was fun to watch. I, I, as a kid, I was betting on the games. No, uh, Jim Kelly was impressive. The numbers he put up in the 90s, but compared to the way the game is played today, it's like going from a typewriter to a laptop. Plus, the Bills also ran the ball. They had Thurman Thomas as a running back, a big-time running back. Josh Allen's going to get paid a ton of dough and stay in Buffalo, and the only way he doesn't take over is if injury happens. Next! So it's being reported that the Clippers uh, didn't even know that Kawhi Leonard had his ACL surgery. Uh, his recovery, his recovery is likely to last into next season. Ben is Kawhi becoming more trouble than he's worth? No, for the that's that's two fake years news. in, no championship. No, that's fake news. Western Conference Final Four of the NBA. That's a Final Four berth for the Clippers. And Kawhi, the, the, he's got Bohemian tendencies. The Clippers are fine. Kawhi is fine. He's fully invested. They're fully invested. He loves being a Clipper. He hangs out with Clipper Daryl. Uh, he loves all the trimmings but that come with being a Clipper. But he's the best player in the Clipper. NBA. Shouldn't he have brought them to a championship? Well, like he would have. Even Skip Bayless said no, they would have won. This edition, ben. Skip, that's a win. Me and Skip Bayless, the highest-paid highest paid guy at Fox. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Knock, knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week who? It's Big Ben's Lame Joke of the Week. Actual jokes sent in by actual listeners like yourself, the Maller Militia joke writers, unpaid, underappreciated, and occasionally funny, have sent in a gaggle, a gaggle of jokes. We will have the reading of the jokes right now. Remember, these are just regular people like yourself. We do not have the Tonight Show 
joke writers here, so calm down. Although I don't think the Tonight Show is that funny anymore, but you get the point. So now it's an outdated reference. So here we go. Uh, did you hear that Lizzo will compete in next year's talent show? No, I did not hear that. That's amazing. Yeah, the word on the street is she was incensed that she was outdone by Charlotte the pig. <laughs> it's a pig joke from Inca Terror, who was the judge in the talent show. Why did Blair think Lizzo was at the country concert? I don't know. Why did Blair think that? He said there was a big hoedown. <laughs> so just Josh there. What does Lizzo eat for breakfast while she walks? I don't know. What does she eat for breakfast while she walks? Well, Earth, Quaker Oats. <laughs> That's a Gordon in Tacoma. All right, let's see. What do a police dog and most NFL receivers have in common? I don't know. What do they have in common? They have both been great at outrunning Richard Sherman recently. So from Bill in Iowa. Uh, here's another joke. This is from Inca Terror. What did Dustin Poirier say when asked what he would do next? I don't know. What did he say? He said, McGregor's too easy. I'm moving on to Mrs. Haskins. So that's the <laughs> plan. There. What, what do you call Dwayne Johnson making a blunt? Making a blunt? Yes. Huh. Uh, I don't know. What do you call him? Rock and roll, Eddie. Come on. It's easy. <laughs> Disposable horse napkin sent that one in. These are actual jokes sent in by actual Disposable horse napkin? That's his name. (laughs) That's his nickname. He wants to be known as Disposable Horse Napkin. All right. Did you know- We won't confuse him with anyone else. Yes. Did you know that Urban Meyer was okay with- Urban Meyer. That's right. College players getting paid. He was okay with it. Oh, really? Yeah. He said, why should just judges, prosecutors, and lawyers make money off the Gators and Buckeyes? Come on. It's like Gary from Youngstown again. Uh, did you hear that Steve Ballmer has added a new more uh, a new way to make more money and add to his fortune? No. How did he? How did he? What's he going to do? Uh, he just signed an endorsement deal to be the new brand ambassador for the Thigh Master. So that's exciting. <laughs> If that had been about Jeannie Buss, you would not have played the laugh track. Biased judges. How dare you? Coop, you got anything over there? Um, I was checking with Roberto to see if I could read. Okay, check back. What do you think, Roberto? I just, no? No. Oh, you can You're, say it. I'll, I'll, dump I'll, it. I'll, whatever. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, just say I'll dump it. If well, I well, no, I'm, I'm just, I'll just change, I'll change the wording a bit, I guess. No, no, no. No, you want me to keep the same wording? Come yeah. on, make All a right. decision. What's, what's the only what's the only organ that stays warm after death? Oh no. I, I don't know. Hayes' penis. <laughs> Should I dump that? <laughs> Your call on that big boy. I, I don't I don't know. No, 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 no. I, I did, but it'll be in the podcast. Fine. It'll be in the podcast. There you go. <laughs> that was from Ozzy Momento. <laughs> All right, the Patriots. <laughs> I don't know why you can't say that. That's a clinical term. Yeah, that's a clinical mean, term. It's. A, I guess. Yeah, it's I guess like, the. I guess the. What it's suggesting. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. We're in the yeah, safe harbor. Okay. The Patriots are loaning their team plane to uh, the uh, women's uh, Boston football team for the title game. There's a women's Boston football team. Yeah, apparently huh. there's, and Ro- Robert Kraft is actually hoping uh, that. Oh boy. He'll uh, get a handshake deal from the athletes, so he wants that. He wants that. That's, uh, <laughs> so, 
George in Rochester, Minnesota. Did you know that the Supreme Court just had another nine to nothing decision? Big news here. No, I didn't know that. What did they uh, decide on? They ruled that showing inmates the new Space Jam movie is cruel and unusual <laughs> punishment. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, Gary from Youngstown. Uh, do you know what's worse than your daughter having a date with Trevor Bauer? Oh, what is worse than that? <laughs> her asking you to take her to see the new Space Jam movie. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> it's not right, man. It's not right. All right. Anyway, we will have Who wrote much- that one? That was from Gary in Youngstown. Oh, very He's very good. good. Youngstown, Ohio. I learned because of this show, Youngstown, Ohio is halfway between New York City and Chicago. So if you drive between Chicago and New York, the midway point is Youngstown, Ohio. That's a fun fact. Anyway, uh, straight ahead, we will have the rest of Big Ben's lame jokes. I'll send some more jokes over to Koopa Loop. We'll see how many we get to. We'll get to it all as much as we can, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. And right back to the lame jokes we go. These are actual jokes sent by actual listeners like yourself. This one's from James the Machinist. By the way, if you want to send jokes into a future episode of the show, send them in anytime you want up until uh, early in the day on Thursday. Care of Ben Maller Show at gmail.com. Put jokes in the headlines, and we may read your joke on the air. Uh, why did Raz quit the band? You know, it's a good question. I've always wondered, why did Raz quit the band? Well, based on his talent show submission, it's obvious he prefers to be a solo act, Eddie, so that's really what this is all about. <laughs> In more Thank ways you. than one, yes. It's Minnesota on Minnesota Crime there from James. Have you ever practiced something for years and found out you weren't any good at it? Yes, golf. Yeah. Well, at least you are a step ahead of Dick in Dayton. So there is oh, that. Uh, <laughs> the knock it well for our, our friend Dick there. All right. Uh, what song do you get when Raz teams up with Doc Mike for a duet? Oh, uh, I, I don't know. What do you get? You get P-E-D's. <laughs> Doc, no, anyway. All right, that's uh, just Josh. After his uh, recent humiliation during the 2021 talent show, Blind Scott had to walk, uh, take a long walk throughout Boston. Oh, is that right? Yeah, unfortunately for him, he was simply walking on a treadmill and nobody told him, so it was very sad. That's a Milkman Mike. In Colorado. Did you know that Half Pint wanted to be in the talent show to beat the drums? Yeah, I, I heard that, uh, that something came up, though. Unfortunately, she beat Brian first, and that, uh, that oh. really ruined the talent show. That's Bill from Iowa. Uh, how does beer-drinking Brian plan on getting Half Pint out of her cell? I don't know. How does he plan on doing that? With a funnel. <laughs> Just Josh again. What did the judge say to Half Pint? What did the judge say to Half Pint during her court appearance? I don't know. What did he say? Nothing can stop the law. (laughs) 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 All right. It's Chris in Des Moines. Coop. You got anything over there, Koopaloo? Yeah. Did you hear that the uh, the WNBA has a plan to uh, attract more men to their basketball games next year? I did not. Yeah. They're going to be having an OnlyFans night. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's from just josh all right so weed man has a new nickname we're still getting weed man jokes he's quit the show for months and he's still getting weed man jokes so weed man has a new a new nickname what is that he's now called the grifter drifter so i'm uh, chris in the moin 
Oh, I don't know if I can read this one in the air. I'll skip over. That's a good one from Gary from Youngstown, but I think I don't think I can read that. It won't get past the censors. How do you start a talent show? Uh, I, I don't know. How do you start a talent show? You kick Maller off the air. That's how you do it, Eddie. Right there. You have the gremlins attack. That's some disposable horse napkins again. Did you hear that Hayes is a real ladies' man, or caller Hayes in Minnesota? Oh, yeah? Yeah, unfortunately, the women he's been seeing aren't a very lively bunch. It's unfortunate. <laughs> Uh, James the Machinist in Minnesota. What do you get when you put on some country music and give Blair a little bump of Coke? I, I, I don't know. What do you get? You get the fastest line dancer east of the Mississippi is what you get, Eddie. That's a fact. That's just Josh who sent that one. Anything else, Coop, quickly, or you're out? I'm out. Okay. Did you hear that Blair in Maine wants to open up a country and western bar? No. He's going to call it the Shockatoon Saloon. That's what <laughs> just got. <laughs> got a nice ring to it. It does. Uh, let's see here. Do you know uh, what half pint? Oh, I can't read that on the air either. Uh, what wears <laughs> What wears boots, chaps, and likes to crack his own whip? Uh, I don't know. That would be Blair at a country music festival is what that would be. <laughs> and uh, what did Doc Mike say to his grandson when he knocked over a cup of pee? I don't know what he say. He said, you're in trouble. You're in <laughs> trouble is what he said, and uh, that'll do it. Thank you all the joke writers there. Appreciate it. A tremendous job yet again. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network. Available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.